You are listening to the VRAR Pioneers Podcast brought to you by Admix.in. We interview top professionals who share their exact formulas for success in development, growth, and funding an XR startup. And I'm your host, Juan Felipe Campos. Okay, VRAR Pioneers, remember, on every episode, we give away resources to help you grow your VRAR project. To enter the giveaway, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and message the word done to admix.in slash giveaway to prove that you did it. Again, visit admix.in slash giveaway and message the word done to prove it and get your free resources. Today's episode is led by Danny Halprin. Let's hear more from him in this episode of the podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Danny Halperin here at the Augmented World Expo 2018 in Santa Clara, Silicon Valley, California. I'm here with Clemens from AR4 uh, talking about uh, all the exciting stuff they're working on. So Clemens would love to, uh, to hear about it. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity to talk to you today. Um, we are based out of Graz. So AR4 is a startup company that uh, basically came from Graz University of Technology. And uh, we are working on all kinds of AR problems right now. Um, one of the most important problems that a lot of people are tackling right now is remote maintenance. Um, all the ideas that um, AR can help in a remote maintenance scenario. And we are coming up with a completely platform independent uh, solution and framework to that. Um, that basically enables people to connect devices of different classes like mobiles and eyewear and also uh, platform independently, so Android, Linux, uh, Windows, whatever, uh, together and to basically shape their own solution to the problem that they have with our help, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So w- I think one of the primary use cases of, of remote is uh, like expert call-in, right? Using consultants uh, from around the world who are experts in uh, whatever maintenance work or whatever operations are being done. Um, do you have uh, clients or projects um, mm. related to expertise uh, remote calling? Or yeah. is, is that? Yeah. So uh, we just came uh, back from a trip to Georgia uh, where we have a big client at the East Coast. Uh, we, are, we are right now rolling out um, one of these systems or a system shaped around this concept of remote maintenance and expert calling uh, together with them, which is a really big, big, big project. Um, it will, I mean, that will last for one, two, three years from now on, thinking about that. But the real concept is that you basically bring the expertise in where you need it. And we are, we are facing a lot of this... Um, you know, low-level issues right now, where you know network connectivity and all these things. We would expect that they are already solved, yeah. <laughs> but we, we have to tackle all of these problems. But but we already managed it, and it's working great. And it it really sh- starts showing some value also. That's that's really interesting. I mean, I know here at AWE there's a pretty big enterprise focus because that's where augmented reality has seemed to stick, and and where the revenue and and uh, market and audience uh, has been so far. So um, you seem well positioned in in the surging that is happening within the market. Uh, a lot of businesses hopping onto this idea of remote calling. Uh, I think we're pretty limited right now, right, to video calling. Like, what what really availability 
is there for businesses who need this functionality? Uh, what have they been doing up until this point, and and how is is remote calling totally, totally revolutionizing? Yeah, that? so I think I think one of the things that uh, people were doing until now is they were using paper, uh, <laughs> in some sense, paper or email or something, and we now see this kind of uh, evol- evolution that has gone over the last hundred years. Let's say you know. People were starting to use a telephone hotline kind of thing. Then they went over to email conversations at some point in time. That has already been probably 25 years back almost. Um, and then uh, audio-video communication like we have with Skype, right? Uh, so in the, in the enterprise space, I think we, we, we have a similar, similar uh, development. Uh, the only thing that we have is we have a lot of different issues as well, like security, right? So nobody... Nobody is in, is really concerned about security and calling up a girlfriend or something like that, um, in a, in a, you know in the more consumer level area, but in the enterprise security is a big issue. For example, one of these things. The other thing is that obviously in AR, we still have to make a transition and have to educate people how to really use it. So a lot of the things that are developed are really great for the tech savvy guys. But to really bring it out to the people who have to use it to make it productive, you know, and, and use some work, workflow efficiently, you have to educate these people, and this is a big issue. Yeah. So, one would say that people have educated themselves to use mobile phones over the last 10 years, right? Yeah. So, since the smartphone arrived, people have educated themselves. So, if you give them an app, they have a pretty easy time to really get it adopted or basically use this kind of application. And with, with especially this trend in eyewear that has not been around for such a long time, and it's especially also completely different in terms of the way you interact with it. That is uh, a su- something that has to, to you know, grow and uh, evolve over time. And that's one of the things that, that really keeps us from really doing great things right now. Yeah, I think if you look back a decade or so with the smartphone originally coming out, it was those techies and things like typing on a, on a touchpad uh, seemed like innovative at the time and we look now and every single person Definitely has a true. has a smartphone in their pocket and you're you're crazy if you don't know how to um, you know surf through different mobile apps and yeah. uh, there's an expectation that that everyone whether in the working world or a young child uh, knows how to navigate a, a smartphone so yeah. uh, hopefully that we find that that's the case here in the next decade for the big question is how long this takes. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I mean there is, you know, in I mean all of uh, there's a long history of VR, right? VR 1990 and so on, and then you know Valley of Despair's at least two of them, right? Um, with AR, we we already were through a Valley of Despair. These are somehow uh, already when the smartphone came out, a lot of people thought AR will take off now which didn't happen, right? So we thought we have now mobile platforms, we should have everything, um, but it didn't happen. So what we are seeing now is really a great opportunity to bring this out to people, also on the consumer market. It will take a little longer, probably, but it is good. So the enterprises right now are test field to some degree, right? So they, they, they obviously can nail it down to numbers that really make sense. Um, And they always, you know, also, you know, um, return on investment kind of stuff. Uh, if you look at the consumer level and the consumer area, it's very hard to really nail it down to real numbers, how, you know, what it really brought me to really develop that AR app and so on. Ex- uh, 
not talking about educational value or let's say the entertainment value, right? But in the, in, the, in the enterprise, obviously, it's a little easier to really nail it down to numbers. And that's why, why people are way more after the, the, the enterprise use case. Yeah, it's all about the value, right? And businesses have clear use cases where exactly. they can implement these solutions exactly. while a consumer is looking for more entertainment-related or exactly. uh, yeah. informational. And uh, businesses also have a budget and have True. have yeah. resources yeah. to dedicate yeah. to these types of uh, initiatives, while a consumer is, is hoping that it's either low cost or free. So <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that um, in enterprise is basically essential is also that they have to acknowledge the fact that the technology is already there, right? But there is no solution that fits all use cases, right? So you will, you can buy the hardware right now, but what do you do with it, right? So to really bring it to a level where it really pays off to invest in that area, you really have to nail it down to a certain use case and then find somebody that is creating also the solution. And the AR4 is, is also especially a company that is able to bring up all these assets and put them together in a very special way and also a custom way, which... Obviously, it's not ideal if you have a lot of customization, but it's like that right now, anyways. Um, but then really solve a very narrow problem, like in training. You know, if you have a lot of people that are re retiring over the next uh, few years, and you have ex actually a big drain in know-how and knowledge that is going away. And while you and me are looking up any kind of information that we need in our consumer level area via YouTube, you have a hard time doing that, you know, with the company environment, environment, enterprise environment. There's no YouTube for enterprise. They have to maintain machines with a $15,000, $20,000 cost. And they can actually not, not ask anybody how to do that, right? And, this is a, and this drain of knowledge, we can, we can try to stop that with AR, for example, right? It's not a remote maintenance use case, for example. But it's also a use case where AR can be very efficient, very well deployed. For example, a lot of people thinking about it already, especially in Europe, because obviously you know this kind of baby boom kind of thing. These people go yeah. into <laughs> going to retire now yeah, in the next few years. That's right? a great point, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And we uh, we need to extract all the expertise they've built up over we the years. We have conserved it somehow in an, in, in archives. So yeah, it, and it's it's really interesting. I mean, if you if you are looking back to the '90s, right? So. Um, I mean, if you, if you try to find some documentation from the 90s, you have a hard time, right? So, I mean, if, if you, I have to look up the, the, the small album of photos my, my parents built for me back then, right? Uh, but if I want to know anything beyond that, it's a really hard time. And enterprises face the same thing. So if they are basically not investing into that now, in five years from now, they don't have any idea about what's going on five years back. So... That's a very interesting thing. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Clemens. You, you heard it here, AR4, one of the, the great industry leaders here at the Augmented World Expo. Thank you so much for your time. Really thank appreciate it. Thank you very much it. for the opportunity. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks.